Welcome to the Missing Chapter Podcast, where you will hear some of the least known, obscure, and entertaining stories the history textbooks left out. Starring Phil Horander and Phil Schaff. Well, here we are in the snow-covered hills of upstate New York. It's a balmy 14 out this morning. My windshield was covered with an impenetrable microscopic ice, which is somehow impervious to a massive steel and plastic ice scraper. I almost took a header coming down my steps from said ice, and I still can't feel my hands from pumping gas this morning with a chill that seems like it came from Arendelle Castle. What I envision now that gives me some sort of solace watching fireworks on the 4th of July after a beautiful summer day spent outside barbecuing with burgers and dogs. The hot dog. It's a summer and baseball staple in our country. It's a stadium tradition, it's a barbecue necessity, and it's a cornerstone of our culture, good or bad, I guess. But there is some controversy surrounding this questionable meat. Who stakes claim to making the first hot dog? Well, that's up for debate. And I'm excited to have that discussion with my good friend here, Phil Horner, on this episode of The Missing Chapter. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Missing Chapter podcast. You're here with Phil Horner and Phil Schaff. Phil, it's February, our first episode of the February month. And I bring that up for two reasons. The first being... We have a nice hot cup of coffee in front of us. It's courtesy of Boston's Best Coffee Roasters. It's Jamaican me crazy. Got a little touch of caramel, a little touch of vanilla. It's really good. This was gifted to us. And uh, as all of our coffees are, they're just really enjoyable. They're perfect for any time of year. But again, on the cold winter months of upstate New York, coffee hits the spot. And that's a good segue because in my intro, I said, listen, (laughs) We're talking dog days of summer here. That's yeah. where I'd like to be. We're not. We're in the dog days of winter right now. But uh, hopefully, maybe the the warmth of a coffee yeah. and uh, maybe a little little podcast would raise our spirits. I think so. I think so. And and like I said in the uh, a minute ago, yeah, I'm already thinking about summer. You know, you have your you, your mind in summer as you get in your car and you had to start it up. You're bundled up in layer upon layer of clothes, and you're already thinking ahead to hey. One of these months, the sun will be out a little bit longer, the temperature will go up. But your episode today has me really thinking about summer. Yeah, as I was writing it out, too. Because yeah. it's, it's one of those, like, in no joke, the intro was spot on yeah. uh, what, what my morning was like. It was, it was this, you know, waking up, there's this film that's kind of like ice, but, like, the scraper won't even get yeah. it off. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... There's certain parts of winter that are just very, very annoying, and anyone that's grown in, grown up in the Northeast uh, or or winter areas will will definitely describe it. There's there's two schools of thought with that too. You have certain people that love winter. I used to be, I think, but the older I get, oh man, I'm I'm becoming one of those. Our, our students who are you know snowmobilers, skiers, yeah, this is their season. God bless them. Yeah, because picture me at a grill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the pool is open. That's where I find myself, you know, when I'm fantasizing about the the months that we enjoy as a family together. So take us away, Phil. Yeah. Take, take us to that summer image <sighs> and that summer locale. There we go. Okay, Let's especially if our listeners are like us and they're someplace cold. Now, I'm going to start off with, with some information that I could not believe when I read this. 
Now this is coming from the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Yes, that is a thing. Uh, Americans purchase, ready for this? Nine billion, with a B, hot dogs per year from grocery stores. And then you add in what would be consumed at restaurants or ballparks. The NHDSC estimates that the total number of hot dogs consumed in a year. Ready for it? 20 billion hot dogs. No, you said 20 billion with a B, right? Yes, correct. So that is about 55 million dogs a day. That is that's, that's that's unreal. unbelievable. Yeah. And actually, you know, as you as you say that number, I think my family contributes well to that. <laughs> you know, Andrew and Nathan, you guys enjoy your hot dogs. You guys enjoy your hot dogs on the grill. So hey, we're we're doing our part to maintain that twenty billion, boys. <laughs> yeah. So I, this is another fun fact here for you too. Is that uh, I I didn't realize how similar and I. In my brain, it's like, hey, would you like a hot dog or a sausage? Mm-hmm. But this council is hot dog and sausage. Okay. So a lot of the so, origins are actually merged. That some some parts of the world actually look as the hot, look at the hot dog as a sausage, which makes sense. But I think that adds I guess to, to a the, certain degree it does. But yeah. it, it, that also adds to the controversy because then you say, well, who's the first one to come up with a hot dog? Right. Well, do you consider a sausage a hot dog? And that's part of the uh, part of the issue. Okay. So before we get into the true story, though, I'm going to give a little bit of trivia for you that I'm not going to reveal the answer to until after the break. So here's the question for you, Phil, and for our listeners: What states consume the most hot dogs? Okay, okay, so I, think about that. I'm just hearing this, and I already have kind of my top three. Okay, all um, right. That that I'm going to see if I if I'm anywhere close. Yeah, so we'll get those answers after the break, and we'll get your three guesses. Yeah. So we have four avenues I really want to go down here. So I guess we'll start with what the History Channel says is the very very deep ancient origins of this. Okay. Which I I will highlight. But I also tend to disagree with this one. But I will mention it, okay? So nothing against History Channel, but I think I disagree a little bit here. Historians believe that its beginnings can be traced to an era of the notorious Roman Emperor Nero, Mm. which in and of itself, entire podcast on Nero. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, His cook, Gaius, may have linked the first sausages. Now, I don't know why. But every time I say the word sausage, I want to I want to say it like Chris Farley did uh, with the super fans yeah. from SNL. Sausage. sausage, Polish sausage. All right, Ditka. All right, I digress. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so if I if I have a little bit of a Chicago accent when I say this, it's unintentional. It's just part of my mm-hmm. bloodline, I guess. So in ancient Rome, according to History Channel, it was very customary to starve pigs for one week before the slaughter. Oh, wow. Yeah. So as the legend goes, Gaius was watching over his kitchen when he realized that one pig had been brought out of, fully roasted, uh, brought out, but somehow not cleaned. So he stuck a knife into the belly to see if the roast was edible and out popped the intestines. Yeah. Maybe should have asked if anybody was eating. Hopefully people are just drinking coffee and not actually sitting down for a meal. (laughs) So... What he found out, though, that the intestines were actually empty because of the starvation diet, but they were puffed from the heat. So according to the legend, Mm. Gaius exclaimed, and I quote, I have discovered something of great importance. He stuffed the intestines with ground game meats uh, mixed with spices and wheat, and the sausage was created. Now, this is where I kind of digress a little bit here because I feel like the sausage and the hot dog, I think, should be completely separate. Yeah, I mean, but the story you just told... 
you know, wasn't just in there for the sake of being gross. I mean, that was that's that's really important, right? Like what right. you talked about, and I think I think you're right. The sausage and the hot dog, I think, are different, but they're definitely in the same family and they're related. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. and and a sausage in one area of the world becomes the hot dog. Am I correct? Spot in the on. other area of the world. Yes, so sir. I think you, you can't talk without one without talking about the other. Okay, so that makes me feel a little better. Yeah, absolutely. I just, you know, the, the story goes eventually down the road where they say the sausage travels across Europe, making its way eventually to present-day Germany, mm-hmm. and that's where the Germans adopted the sausage as their own. They created, you know, numbers of different versions to be enjoyed uh, with their German beer and with their kraut. Uh, in fact, two German towns vied to be the original birthplace of the modern hot, hot dog, and I'm sure some of you are, that are thinking of some German areas, Frankfurt, right? Yeah. The Frankfurter yeah. claims to be the Frankfurter, uh, you know, or excuse me, claims the Frankfurter was invented there over 500 years ago, 1484. But the people of Vienna, however, uh, which is Wien in German, okay. say that they were the true originators of the Wiener. The Wienerwurst. Well, you mentioned, okay. too, the pairing of it with, with sauerkraut. Like, I enjoy mustard and sauerkraut on my hot dog. So, like, the pairing, yeah. I think, is important here, too. What you what you complement said hot dog or sausage with. See, I was, I was growing up, and my dad is an avid listener. Mm-hmm. I was growing up and taught ketchup goes on hamburgers and cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. Mustard mm-hmm. goes on hot dogs. I, yeah, I know that's a very. I mean, to each their own. Sure, to sure. each their own. I know my my son Andrew has what he refers to as the Andrew special, which is ketchup, um, the the meat sauce he likes on there, and yeah. ready, the uh, Parmesan cheese, like the Parmesan wow. cheese that comes in the container that you would buy. Sure, he, that's how he takes his. Whereas wow. Nathan, straight up hot dog. Okay. He might dip it in something, but he doesn't like anything on the hot dog. See, my kids hate mustard, so that's a tough yeah, one to they're sell. Not, no, and mine aren't fans yeah. of mustard either. Not even the spicy, just the regular no. yellow mustard. No. So, I don't know. No matter which town might have originated with this particular sausage, it's generally agreed, though, across all sources that German immigrants to New York were the first to sell what we would consider the hot dog. Okay. Like you said, mm-hmm. we're moving away from the sausage and moving into the hot dog. And they believe it was from a push cart in the 1860s. Uh, from all the resources I looked at, from culturetrip.com, this one had a really good way of explaining it, so I'm going to use that one. Many German immigrants came to the New World in the 1800s, bringing their, of course, culinary traditions with right. them. It's believed that the first hot dogs, this is where I, I love the, I love history, where they were called Dachshund sausages, were sold by a German immigrant out of a food cart in New York in the 1860s, and that's probably where we get the name dog from, because as, as we were talking before break... Yeah. You know, this is, um, or before we went on air, I should say, is this is probably where, you know, because you, you mentioned the Dachshund Hound. Right. right? Yeah. It all makes sense. It's yeah. funny because as you laid this out, it's like you had all the pieces to the puzzle but didn't realize they went together to create a story. And then as right. you were like, oh, my gosh, okay, this piece goes here, this piece goes here, and I can see it now. It yeah. all makes sense um, in nice chronological order. Oh, you're welcome. But I like how you went from sausage to hot dog. Now you're, you're, you're tying in certain breeds of, do- uh, you know, dog. Yeah. This is great. Sure. Much like a hot dog, which contains various ingredients, this story contains various chapters that I never anticipated. Well played, sir. Thank you. So so around 1870, a German immigrant by the name of Charles Feltman 
uh, opened the first hot dog stand on Coney Island. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you ask any New Yorker, any New Yorker where the first hot dog came, it's Coney Island dog. So he used buns so people didn't have to take a plate around the beach. That was the big thing. Brilliant. So he sold over 3,600 hot dogs in a bun that year alone. And in 1880, a sausage vendor in St. Louis who gave white gloves to his customers to help them hold their hot sausages ran out of gloves and began giving them out inside a white bun instead. So there's there's some conflicting areas of the of the stories here. But by 1893, the hot dog was a favorite across all ballparks uh, and baseball, of course. Some believe this is because Chris Van Van de Hey, I'm sorry if I butchered that, the owner of the St. Louis Browns at a local bar introduced hot dogs to pair with his beer. Others claim it was Harry Stevens, who was a concessionaire at the New York Giants baseball stadium who popularized them at sporting events. But this is where it gets interesting. Okay. If we go back to Charles Feltman, the the guy who who believed, you know, he was the first one to start it on Coney Island. This is unbelievable. Decades of success. In 1916, a longtime Feltman's bun slicer quits. Okay. Even though he made a whopping $11 a week, he didn't want to give that up, but he mm-hmm. said, you know what? I'm going to set up a rival hot dog shop nearby, and I'm going to undercut you know, his former employer. But he says, yeah, I, I could do this better. And his name? Nathan Handworker. He opened a hot dog stand of his own, selling them for half the price of his competitor, and Feltman was eventually forced to close up shop. The hardworking Handworker lived entirely on hot dogs, slept on the kitchen floor for a year until he saved $300, enough to start competing, uh, a competing stand. Pretty savvy businessman, knowing his former boss charged 10 cents a piece for dogs, he charged only five. So customers flocked to him, his competitor went out of business, and here we are, Nathan's Famous Hot Dogs was born. So by the Depression, Nathan's Dogs were known throughout the U.S. In fact, they were so prized as a delicious all-American eats they were even served to royalty, uh, which was when President Franklin Roosevelt hosted King George VI of England, his queen, at a picnic uh, at Hyde Park in 1939. First Lady Eleanor decides, hey, let's let's grill some hot dogs as part of the menu, which is kind of a bold move, yeah. but it was a very you know hot-button topic at that point. Uh, a lot of press coverage at that time. And one month before the picnic, Mrs. Roosevelt says, hey, I'm... In a syndicated uh, newspaper column, this is what we're going to do. So many people are worried, she says, that the dignity of our country will be imperiled by inviting royalty to a picnic, particularly a hot dog picnic. But ultimately, the dogs were a great hit. The king enjoyed them so much that he asked for seconds. And by the 1920s, Nathan's hot dogs were known nationwide. So I guess the question is, Nathan tried to claim the original hot dog. Mm -hmm. I think Coney Islanders would probably say otherwise. Uh, We're going to get to... After the break, we're going to get to the point where we're going to talk about not only the origin of the hot dog, the origin of the name, and maybe some other tidbits that we can throw at them. Okay, Phil, we're back from the break. We're talking hot dogs. Hot dogs. Do you pair hot dogs with coffee? Could you do iced coffee? Hmm. Maybe iced coffee with a hot dog wouldn't be too bad. I don't know why that I thought about that. I don't that, know, but, but you know what? You know what I immediately thought of is a that? hot dog eating contest where they're dipping the bun oh, in the water. Yeah. I don't want that combination. And it's Nathan's, right? Don't, and it's don't Nathan's. They, do yeah. they do it at, at Coney so. Island? I'm, oh, oh! Why didn't we think yeah, of that? Yeah, I, I that that what a tangent we just don't you off love of on air epiphanies? Yeah, I know. I kind of just threw that out there because well, I was thinking about the the quiz that you gave me at the beginning of the cha- uh, the beginning of the chapter, the beginning That's of the podcast. Um, so the top 
three states where the most hot dogs are consumed? Yeah. Was that yeah. the question? Okay. So after much thought, I'm going to go with, and I'll see uh, if the listeners at home agree or disagree. Maybe they have different states in mind, but I'm not going to go really crazy here. I'm thinking Texas. Okay. I'm thinking California, and I'm thinking New York. I'm thinking sheer population, and I'm thinking places where there are a lot of sporting events. Oh, wow. Am I confident in my answer? Not really, but I can justify it. You know, um, so I'm curious. Did I? Well, I three for three. You are <laughs> not um, three for three. You're over three. Over three. Hey, all right. Hey, all right. <laughs> what state consumes the most hot dogs is, in fact, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. Okay. I, I would never have guessed Illinois. And it, it, no. I mean, it's got a meatpacking kind of history it does. to it, well, I guess. Chicago, but I, yeah. you know, I guess. And I, all the listeners know that I, I left the S off of Illinois because it's not <laughs> Illinois. It drives us crazy when we hear yeah. people say that. Iroquois. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So anyway, it was Illinois followed closely by Indiana and Iowa. All I states. All right, so Midwestern states. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I was a little shocked by that, too. Yeah, I would never have guessed. Uh, if you'd given me a lot more options, I, w- I don't think they would have even been in my top 10. Because when I when I first read this, I was thinking uh, New York, mm-hmm. um, especially because, you know, the Con- Coney Island history, but also, like, major cities you would think hot dog stands. Right, And like right. you said, sporting events. And I'm but, just thinking Texas, like, the nice weather. Like, they'd be outside. For I sure. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess you see hot dogs being sold on on street corners, though, like you said, in cities all year round, not That's just true. in the summer. But yeah, well, I think uh, to wrap this episode up, you know, we're we're trying to figure out where was the original hot dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it the Coney Island dog, the Nathan's dog, uh, the Wienerwurst from Vienna, the Frankfurter from Germany? What's the answer? The the listeners, I'm sure, are are waiting for this moment, and here's the answer. Uh, we don't really know, <laughs> kind of. Okay. So the vagueness of, of the missing chapter uh, answer. So listen, I think it, it boils down to, <laughs> pun intended, boils down to it, even though I don't like boiled hot dogs. Um, I think it comes down to the fact that we, we have to define our terms pretty right, pretty pretty uh, definitively. If that's a little redundant, I apologize. But I think one of the things I, I think if we're talking from the American perspective, I think it's hard to include some of the sausage history of this of this episode so i if we look at the the classic american hot dog they really didn't start to become the american classic as they are today until 1893 when they were sold at the columbian exposition in chicago they were a huge hit with the crowds they appreciated the the deliciousness of it they were affordable they were easy to eat they were easy to carry Uh, and it wasn't long after that that the hot dog became the snack of choice at ballparks around the country but so I, I think the American definition of what you know you envision the hot dog, I think we have to be very clear. But how did we get the name and the term dog, hot dog? And we, we talked about that a little before break, and I think there are a couple of famous stories about how Frankfurters got the name hot dog, but historians say, yeah, kind of, kind of lacking their historical veracity there. But one story claims the name hot dog came from a cartoon by the sports cartoonist Tad Dorgan in 1901 at the New York Polo Grounds on a cold April day. Now, this is just a, a, a very classic story. Mm-hmm. Um, Tad Dorgan is someone uh, pretty pretty amazing in and of himself, and there's a, there's some avenues we could fall uh, fall down here too. So, 
vendors were, were were giving out hot dogs and were, they were you know selling hot dogs from portable hot water tanks shouting quote they're red hot get your dachshund sausages while they're red hot so a new york journal sports cartoonist tad dorgan looks at this scene observes the scene and says hey listen i'm gonna i'm gonna draw a cartoon of of barking dachshund sausages nestled warmly in rolls mm. not sure how to spell the dachshund he simply just wrote hot dog right so the cartoon is said to have been a sensation, thus uh, coining the term hot dog. Now, here's the problem with that. I've done extensive research, and so have other historians. We have yet to find the hot dog cartoon in which this portrays that, that, that I was very actually going to ask you that. Is there an example of the hot dog cartoon? And I think that's where it kind of doesn't really yeah. pass the historian's validity test. Because in today's world, you'd be able to find it somewhere. Correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. So... Even though it's kind of a good story, I think the avenue that I really want to kind of turn here is is Dorgan himself. He's generally, and I think this is probably where the, the term hot dog, I mean, this is where people kind of like, I don't know, brought him in with this, mm-hmm. this story. He's generally credited with a lot of uh, uh, popularizing um, expressions. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's, he's very known for that. Like um, for crying out loud, he was the one that started that expression, an exclamation of astonishment. The cat's meow. The cat's pajamas. Like superlatives. He's the one that coined that in some of his cartoons. Um, hey, that's applesauce. You know, that, that that's a bunch of nonsense. He's he's the one that coined that. That's wild. Cheaters. Eyeglasses. Mm-hmm. Um, skimmer. A hat. Hard-boiled. Tough and unsentimental. Um, I never heard this one. A drugstore cowboy. Oh, no, I've never heard a that A loafer or ladies' man. A nickel <laughs> nurser. As uh, busy as a one-armed paper hanger overworked all of these he is he is the author of all these new uh new for the time i should say so i mean could you put it past that this is conceivable that he then is the first one to well i think that's probably right. one of the reasons why I mean, he if, was included if he's, right but you would think there would be some physical evidence yeah and i think just the just the fact that the dachshund you know being a hound and, mm-hmm. and a dog and it coming from a hot stand i think it, it's inevitable that it would eventually ca- uh, catch on other historians say it was a man shouting for a hot dog at a ball game in St. Louis, and that's what caught on. I mean, they're, they're popular stories, but the word hot dog didn't start showing up in college until college newspapers in the 1890s when Franks were sold in wagons outside of school dorms. In 1895, specifically, the Yale record was the first to call them hot dogs in print. So I think we could go down that rabbit hole as well. But other culinary historians point to college magazines where the word hot dog began appearing in the 1890s, as we just said, the dog wagons selling out of the the dorms at Yale. But either way, I think there's one area of proof that is all-encompassing, for me at least. In 1913, the Coney Island Chamber of Commerce tried to ban the use of the term hot dog on vendor signs because they were fearful that this wonderful, inexpensive sausage actually contained... Dog meat. Oh, man. Right? So I, I look at that and I say, well, hold on a second. That's interesting because they wouldn't have done that if they, number one, weren't wildly successful. Right. Correct. Number two, they certainly wouldn't do that if they weren't, in fact, called hot dogs before that. Okay. Right? So I think my vote, the first dog, would be the Coney Island dog. And I don't know if any of our listeners agree, disagree, but we would love to hear their opinion. You know, Phil, I'm going to toss this out here, too. And this is going to go out to one of our avid listeners, John McDowell. Maybe we, we need another episode where we discuss <laughs> the current debate on whether or not a hot dog is, in fact, 
a sandwich. So John called us out. He reached out and yeah. said, hey, listen, you guys always talk about doing secondary episodes and never following up. So guess what, John? All right, John. It's your turn. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, and until next time, I'm Phil Horander, and I'm Phil Schaff. Another chapter has been added to the history textbooks.